0: And now it's time for Blossoms of My Life Radio With your host, Ramona Trevino Ramona is a teacher, a pastor, a three-time author, and radio host Since February 2018, helping people share their but God moment And helping people see and be the blossoms in life This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry And through listeners like you Ramona's guest today is Brian and Leah Fotz Now here's Ramona
1: Thank you for tuning in to Blossoms of My Life Radio. I'm excited and honored to be able to share my brother and sister in Christ uh, from Columbus, Texas, Brian and Leah Fox. Pastor Brian, how are you today?
2: Uh, We are blessed and highly favored. Thank you.
1: Good. So tell me about Columbus, Texas.
2: Well, we always like to open up a show. We always say, greetings from scenic Columbus, Texas the town's located on the beautiful Colorado River just west of Houston. Columbus is one of the oldest surveyed and planted Anglo-American towns in Texas. And it was on this side of the legendary Indian village of Montezuma. And members of Stephen F. Austin's original Old 300 began arriving back in the area way back in 1821. And so with that, good morning, sister. Ramona,
1: <laughs> and
2: we look forward to wherever the Lord leads us this morning.
1: Oh, I love that. That's the beauty of this show is because we're not scripted audience. We just go with what how the Holy Spirit leads us and what the Father wants us to talk about. And so, um, Pastor Brian, I know, you know, the last time we've talked, it's been it's probably over a year, but we talked about, you know, your books and, and things like that. But then the Lord moved you. And then we had a short conversation of how he's using you, because a lot of times when we relocate, just like right now, I'm in that relocation, you know, just moved two months ago. And when we relocate, we're wondering like, okay, how am I going to plug in here? What am I going to be doing here? Why did the Lord bring me here? All those questions. But, you know, if you could just talk a little bit about that transition and what the Lord takes us to, because a lot of times... He's, he finishes what he needs us to do in a certain place, and then he moves us, and it's uncomfortable. But yet, when we get there and we start to see the blossoming of the ministry work start to come fold, then we start to slowly understand why we're there. Can you share a little bit about that? Well,
2: yeah. You know, I like what Doug Addison once talked about. He said that, uh, you know, there's going to be a time in our life when it comes time for us to kind of realign and so one of the things that we've learned to do is that there's some basic kingdom principles that we have to keep in mind and there's two things remember that we have to love god with all of our heart and we have to love and do to others as we would for ourselves and so that's just a couple of things and so and we need to learn to do kingdom principles in all that we do and so here's what's interesting is that when we got ready to move uh you know, we all we all go to God and say, Here's our goals for the year and I, I jokingly tell people that we like to share those goals with God and it's it's kind of like we ask him if we can be on the planning committee. And it's kind of like his response is no, because you'd only screw it up. <laughs> and so so we just leave it alone it's just like well there's an idea i always like to tell people i go to god and i said hey god i got this really great 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 idea and it's it's kind of like his response is like oh, that's that's nice brian <laughs> and so so we have to wait and and wait for that response and so when we moved here uh, this was not where we thought we were going and as always, in the last 20 plus years, 25 years, God has always shown us where he was
1: moving us two weeks before we had to be out of our location. Wow. I remember, I remember praying with you because we're like, oh my gosh, we need another month. Oh my gosh, you know, where are we going? <laughs> oh, I remember that anxiety.
2: <laughs> yeah, so you go, know, okay, it's, you know, your word says you're going to take care of us, that's. Any time now would be nice. (laughs) So, uh, but but anyway, when we got here, we really thought we were going to do some more preaching and uh, going to churches and uh, doing grief groups and and other small groups like that, and it was nothing. And so we got out here, and I just kind of asked the Lord, and I said, hey, you know, like, what's going on? And uh, that's about the time we went through, and I had a couple extra health challenges that came up, and then came up with this really weird,
1: uh, disease happening with my hands where the autoimmune system kills off the nerves. Mm. And so it's
2: like, I said, well, I'm, I'm not playing keyboards. And I have a difficult time typing. Every time I try to type on the keyboard, it, it comes out on the screen, looks looking like Egyptian hieroglyphics. <laughs> and so you go, okay, this is great. So if you really slow down it really becomes annoying. And so, uh As things went on, I finally went to the Lord and I said, hey, are we through here? Did you know this? And it's like, I'm done. Am I just supposed to pack up the music, pack up the books, pack up the ministry? And the word I got back was, stay the course. Stay on mission, stay the course. So we stayed doing what we were doing, continuing to do our blogs and newsletters and continuing to do the radio show. Uh, out of Baytown, and then all of a sudden it's like the Lord came through and just said, okay. I said, well, all right, we've stayed the course. What's next? And it was like the words that we got was, bloom where you're planted.
1: Mm. And I was thinking, what? It was like, bloom where you're planted. I've
2: moved you to Columbus, Texas. Now you need to bloom where you've been planted. Wow. And so what's, real, so what's really neat about that is, uh, you know, it says, I was looking at a quote here by Stella Payton who said, Bloom where you're planted and so where you're fed. And they actually say that that meaning of bloom where you're planted means to be deeply rooted and firmly fixed or held. And so I got to thinking about that and I said, okay, great. So a very interesting thing happened. Our local prayer ministry blossomed. Hmm. And suddenly I found myself meeting neighbors and meeting lots of people down at Brookshire Brothers and down at Walmart and down at H-E-B and some of the other local stores and stopping and praying for them and getting to talk to them and learning things about them, about their losses and about their needs and stuff. And suddenly I watched our prayer list go from about two or three people a day to suddenly like five to 12 a day and that was just face to face that wasn't even including that was coming in across from uh our 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 prayer ministry through the website or from overseas and it was just like lee and i just looked at one another and i just started carrying pieces of paper and i said okay write this down i prayed for nathaniel i prayed for angela i prayed for alex i prayed for deborah i prayed for barbara you know and she goes oh my gosh and i said yeah that was just in the last 30 minutes And it's just really been interesting. And so I've I've gotten to know the pharmacists down at uh, Walmart. They all know that I pray for them when I see them. They thank me, and sometimes they'll stop me. And we've just had some incredible uh, stories that have taken place when we've been out in public. And so one of the things I tell people is this, is that sometimes when you move, You know, God's going to have new assignments for you, just like you just moved. Everything's going to be new, but God's going to bring you new assignments from where you are, and He's going to bring you new people, and He's going to bring you new relationships. Mm -hmm. And we have to learn to put all of those into perspective and give them to the Lord and let us be led by the Holy Spirit, where He's going to take us. And it's not the blind leading the blind. It's just us turning around and letting the Holy Spirit take our hand and say, Come with me and don't
1: worry about where we're going. Yep. Yep. And you know, um, I was thinking about Romans eight twenty eight because sometimes we do these things and we're in, and, and, you know, when you're learning how to walk with the spirit, sometimes we're going to make mistakes and, and it's okay because he'll still use all things for the good. So there's been a lot of times when I'm like, okay, I think that's where you want me to go. And I'll do something, and then it doesn't turn out the way I thought it was supposed to. But I know God's going to use that for the good. And that's where our faith comes in, for those of us listening.
2: he may take you somewhere that you don't think it's from him, but you'll find out later that that will be something that you'll be able to fall back on. We've met a lot of people here in town where they've come back up to me. Uh, One woman was walking into... Brookshire Brothers one day, and she said, don't you eat it over there at Shipley's from time to time? I said, yeah. And she said, you're the praying pastor, aren't you? (laughs) Well, yeah, the lady that told me at the store just wanted me to, just said she was on her way to uh, Florida to see her sister and needed prayer. I had a chance, and it was like God only gave me like two minutes because she was in a hurry, and it was like, you know, normally for me, I want to learn more, I want to ask more questions, and it was just
1: like the Lord just stepped in and said, she needs prayer. Get her done. Yeah, and, sometimes- and sometimes that's what we have to do. And, and we've had
2: we've had some incredible, incredible stories with other people that have come up to us and just said, you know, I, I need prayer. Uh, you know, and I had a lady one time. I think I shared this in our last uh, newsletter where I showed up at a, a facility to to get checked out, and uh, she just said. She said, well, how are you doing today, Mr. Fouts? And I said, well, I'm "I'm blessed and highly favored. And she said, yes, I know that you are. She said, I've been waiting for you. Wow. And I was like, okay. And so we got back, and so she went through doing what she needed to do to get me checked out. And then she said, I was glad that you were coming. I specifically asked that I would be the one to wait on you today. And then she came in, and she said, I need to speak to you. And then with that she turned around and started sharing some personal things that were going on with her son and uh, His ex-wife and with her her grandchild in another state and how things had just really gone went from normal to worse and it found that the ex uh, the ex-wife and child were uh, tied up in a, a homeless facility somewhere. I was just it was terrible and so It was really interesting how the Lord just changed everything, and I had a chance to minister to her, and then after ministering to her, I had a chance to then pray for her. And it was really interesting. When it came time to pray, she kind of turned the lights down in the room and then reached over and put both of her hands on my arm and one hand on my hand and had me pray for her. And, you know, that's just really kind of unusual for things that happen like that. Mm. But I'm always doing that. I'm always praying for people. We have people that come out here who are helping us with some physical therapy and stuff, and I'm always praying for them. And when when they get through, and I said, "Okay, are you through with 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 Leah?" and they'll go, "Yes," and then they'll stand up and
1: they'll bow their head because they know what's coming next. I'm getting ready to pray for. Them. Mm, that's beautiful.
2: And they just look forward to it. And I I gotta I gotta share this with your listeners that. If the Lord prompts you to pray for somebody, don't just look at him and say, "Yeah, I'll be praying for you." Stop and pray for him right then and there. God's called you; He's He has lined that particular divine opportunity for you, for that intersection, for you to stop and pray for somebody, and He wants to use you. And you need to stop and give Him the glory, Father, for all things. And don't worry about how much Scripture that you learn or what piece of Scripture you need to pull out. The Lord will just tell you, just speak what's on the heart and he will, he will lead you by the Holy Spirit and tell you exactly what you need to say.
1: And that's important, especially for new believers, because they're just learning how to talk to their friend, their father, the, you know, the, the King of Kings They're just learning how to respectfully. And they, they're worried about, you know, do I have to say a big fancy prayer? And you don't, you just need to pray what's on your heart, you know? The Lord reminded me in the book of John when he talks about, you know, worshiping in spirit and in truth. And a form of worship is just, you know, a form of worship can be just um, doing what he asks you to do and how you do it, you know, and and I worship the Lord because he's asked me to do this and I'm going to follow through with what he asked me to do, whether we know it's going to be hard, we know that the journey might be hard, but in faith. And he sees right. that. And when you're doing it in spirit and in truth, so you're not doing it with your fleshly motivations, your fleshly desires, you know, you're doing it in spirit, spirit to spirit.
2: Well, and you don't have an agenda when you're praying. That way, you're not trying to inject your thoughts and feelings into the prayer. You're just letting the Lord lead you and direct you. And you'd be surprised that you get through and go, where did that come from?
1: Hmm yeah and that and that's you know and i don't know how much
2: time that we've got left but you had mentioned to me earlier that you could kind of maybe wanted my thoughts kind of like what's currently like going on in our country and what the lord has laid on my heart and i'll i'll share this with you um i talked to a lot of people about that area of those people that I know a lot that's going on but I will say this I don't care who you are and I don't care what particular party that you think that you belong to Uh, if you're a Christian the first thing and foremost that you've got to remember is that you are one of uh, you are a child of God Mm -hmm. and you are either a man or a woman of the Most High King and, and the Lord has placed you here for a particular purpose and regardless of who's in charge of what's taking place Daniel told us that it is he it is God who sits on the throne who will put up Kings in power and who will depose King and Kings in power read nothing into that does it that doesn't mean that your God got rid of one guy and put your guy in place what that means is that God is still in charge he'll put bad people in there but one thing is for certain is that God is still Large and in charge and that he's still in charge of everything that is going on And so for this particular point in time in life, we need to be praying for all of our leaders
0: mm-hmm. We pray
2: for our, our our previous president Donald J. Trump We 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 have to pray for the current leaders in that in that current White House administration mm-hmm. We have to pray for both male and female people that are on both sides of the aisles in the Senate and the Congress And the same thing is true for governors and for people, for mayors and for city councils and stuff. And our job is to pray that the Lord would touch their hearts, that he would change their hearts, and that the Lord would be in charge and that they would realize who is in charge and that the Lord will take care of weeding out the bad apples in the group. Because God will bring about his own wrath and judgment, and we don't need to get a get a map out there and put a little X on there and say hey God hit this place with lightning hmm God will take what he's supposed to do and our job as Christians is to, is to lift up the name of Jesus and pray that every knee shall bow and that this country will come together and that they will fall down upon their knees not to take a knee like is in pro football but they will take a knee and realize that Jesus Christ is Lord and King and that they need to repent and ask the Lord to bring about the much needed change in our country that we need to return to the basics and the basics is Jesus Christ is Lord and King and that's not going to change and we also need to remember as Christians that the Lord's return is imminent he is coming soon our old saying used to be that we plan our lives as though he's not coming for a thousand years but we live our life as though he's coming tonight Mm -hmm. and I, I tell people this today I no longer will say plan your life as though he's he's coming not coming for a thousand years i think he's i think that that time is far far much closer than it really really is i'm not a timekeeper but i can tell you this everything the signs are all there and if you're not reading your bible and understanding what's going on then you need to get out your bible and if you're not sure what your Bible means, remember this, that Bible stands for Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Mm-hmm. And when you're through on this earth, God's, gonna, God's got two places for you to go. He's either going to take you home to spend eternity with Him, or He's going to give you a zoot suit and send you down below. It's your choice. And so you can either plan on having an eternal life of joy, or you can have an eternal life of hell. And even as Jesse DePlanis once said in a sermon message, he said, what in hell do you want? Mm -hmm. And so we have to look at ourselves and say, it's time to get back to the basics. It's time to get back to God. It's time to get back to reading my Bible. And I'm going to say this for all of the men that are out there that might be listening on your show. If you're not teaching your children the Bible, if you're not teaching your family the Bible, then you have abdicated your responsibilities as a man to lead your family in worship that's your job dude yes your job is to make a living and make money and give your family a nice place to live but but god's not going to remember that's what you did when it comes time and you stand before the king he's going to say bob how come you didn't do this
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and then he's going to show everything that you that you should have been doing And so I just pray that, and with everyone else, that we have to lift up our entire country. We have to pray for all of the men and women. And we pray for the children. And I am seeing that the Lord is outpouring His Holy Spirit not only upon the senior citizens, but on, top, on but the younger people and the youth, and even the children, and it is amazing. Yes. It is just amazing to see. And so if somebody says, well, I don't know all the scriptures, I don't know how to talk to anybody, the Lord just says, let your testimony be your word from God. And yes. that testimony is, what has God done for you? And I'm sure that you can write something down on a piece of paper that will come out and say, this is what God did for me. I don't know how he did it, but this is how these things worked out. And that's your testimony. And there's nobody that can refute that.
1: Nobody. If they want to refute it, that's just too
2: bad you just going down the road. As they say, they're just like the fool. You step outside, you kick the dust off your field, yep. off your shoes, and you just keep right on walking.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, just kind of going back to praying for the leaders and things, you know, sometimes we have to remember that God works in all people. We are all, He created all of us. And they're making decisions to do things a different way. But we as Christians can pray for them and ask the Father to draw them to him. The other thing is that this is going to be their testimony. See, we pray that God meets them in a place that they're going to be able to stand bold and say, I can't behave this way any longer. I need to do what is right. And we forget that we see people making mistakes and we want to really quickly judge them when we don't even understand where they are in that drawing. We don't know what God's doing in their life. We don't know their heart. We don't know, you know, maybe their character is showing otherwise on the external, but we don't know what's going on internally in that spirit. And so we have to be patient with God because God wants to give them an opportunity to come to him in full, just like he gave us that opportunity. And it was a miracle when he saved me. It was a miracle that I said yes to amongst all my n- ugliness that I was living in you know, that that's how I was drawn. And yes, I heard a lot of people along the road because they saw me doing things that weren't good. Well, just like our people in government in our mayors and our city councils, they're, they're being drawn. If our prayers are true to heart, if we're really praying that they be drawn, they will be drawn. And I just wanted to share that. And, and also, you know, as far as words of what to say when you're praying, you know, i Sometimes I'll be in the grocery line and the Lord will ask me to pray for someone. And yes, it's, it's, it's hard to say, hey, you know, can I pray for you? But I mean, <laughs> sometimes you just have Worst to do it. No. Exactly. They'll say no. And then you still pray for them in this, you know, when they're standing there, you might pray for them on, on your own. Maybe they didn't let you pray with them right there in front of people, but it doesn't mean that you don't pray for them. They just might not know.
2: I find nine times out of ten that if the Lord says to pray for them, I said, you know, I want to pray for you, and they'll look at you, and they'll go, okay. And they start to leave, and I start praying, and they stop.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. it catches them off guard because it's like, well, everybody else who just says that, they just said, I'll pray for you, and I can go on my way. But now I can't go because I'm being held captive.
1: Right. And, and the, and that's when the spirit is drawing. We're getting close to the end now, and I wanted to give you an opportunity to share your website, how people can get a hold of you, how they can reach you and Leah, and, uh, um, to get prayer. And then I'm going to have you close us out in prayer, um, with the audience today. I really want to thank you today also.
2: Oh, it's been my pleasure. Uh... Uh, again, Lee and I are with Hazak Ministries, that's H-A-Z-A-K, Hazak Ministries. We're located out here in Columbus, Texas. Uh, if you want to reach us, you can call me uh, on our landline at 979-500-4256, uh, or you can always get me on my mobile number at 878-8043. Um, and for those people that would like to send us a note, or would like to sow a seed in our ministry, you can send that to Hazak Ministries at P.O. Box 159, Industry, Texas, 78944. Uh, And so this is what Leah and I do, and we'd love to hear from you. We would love to pray for you. You can always contact us through the website. We can get back with you. And uh, as I, we had mentioned earlier, Lee and I have written three books. Uh, we lost our only daughter back in 2004, and so we've got three books. One of them talks about our, our journey of losing the daughter and how God took us through a period of restoration and preparation for ministry, and that's called From Misery to Ministry, a Walk of Faith. We have a, a great second book to help you to learn to take steps of faith and be led by the, learn to be led by the Holy Spirit. And then for those that have lost a loved one, we actually have a grief resource book out called uh, Walking Through Grief, A Journey of Peace. It's a great resource book to help you or your friends or anyone that's lost a loved one. And again, Leah and I are excited to have been a guest here with uh, our wonderful sister Ramona Trevino and her wonderful ministry and radio
1: Thank ministry. you, Brian. Thank you so much. Thank you, Leah. Would you close us out in prayer, Brian?
2: Father, we just give you praise, Father, for all things. And Father, that's important for everyone to understand. We, we have a tendency to come before you a lot of times, and uh, we've got all these needs, all these health needs, all these money needs. And sometimes it's kind of like the only thing that the Lord hears is, gimme, 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 my name is Jimmy. Uh, But, Father, it's not that way at all. And, and Father, what Merlin Carruthers once said, he said, there's power in praise. And we have to learn to praise you for all things and in all things. When we're going through storms, we have to praise you for for those storms. And when we're going through good times, we have to give you praise for that. When we're going through those heavy trials, we're supposed to give you praise. Even James tells us, find a pure joy when you're going through trials because it's a testing of your faith. And as you learn to walk through that testing of the faith and give praise, God will bless you so that later you will be a blessing to others. And so, Father, I just pray for this radio station. We pray for the listeners that are coming in. Again, Father, we pray for our country. But most importantly of all, that, Father, we give you praise, Father, for all things. I thank you, Father, for saving a wretch like me. And, Father, we just give you praise and glory for all things. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen, amen,
1: and amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of Blossoms of My Life Radio. This program is listener-supported. To contact Ramona regarding donations, sharing your God story, or requests about her books, you can write to Ramona, Ramona Trevino, P.O. Box two two seven three one, Bakersfield, California, nine three three nine zero. That's P.O. Box two two seven three one, Bakersfield, California, nine three three nine zero. Her website is the letter I, the letter M, dauntless.org. That's I am dauntless.org. Her email is Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. of my life.org. That's Ramona at BlossomsOfMyLife.org. of my life.org. This program is a production and sponsored by Blossoms of My Life Radio Ministry and through listeners like you. And in closing, we just want to remind you to remember to see and be a blossom in someone's life.